0: Welcome to the Uncommonly Made Podcast, where we bring people together to create connections and build relationships. My name is Carrie Savaya, and I am your host. Welcome to the Uncommonly Made Podcast. This is Carrie Savaya. I was considering not publishing an episode this week just because the schedule was getting full and there was just a lot of moving parts to my week and I needed some r and time. There's a lot of value in listening to the body and taking time to rest. As a health coach, I take on a lot of energy and I do a lot of work around supporting others. And it was apparent for me this week that I really just needed to support myself as well as my family and just be present here and organize my calendar in a way that would support that. So as I was discussing my vision of this podcast, taking a little pause and maybe having a little bit of a break, I was talking with my 13-year-old who encouraged me to not do that, who said, but mom, you should just record a solo episode. And then of course, my question was, well, what should I talk about? And she was like, you can talk about anything, which if you've been listening up until now, you know that I can pretty much talk about anything. And if you know me personally, you know that I can pretty much talk about anything. But when it comes to setting up a stage where I'm just sitting here talking, I didn't really know what to say. So, of course, the wisdom of a child can be so pure. She said, just talk about why you're a health coach. And I was like, well, okay, maybe I can do that. The great timing of this is that I'm also working on a project with my business partner and we had to submit a video for a health fair locally here in our community. So I've just spent probably the last hour or so working through some things and developing this particular content and um, feeling really inspired right now about the future programming that we're going to offer in our community and just the support that I get to provide as a health coach. So I'm sitting here with a lot of gratitude as I record this, I'm so thankful that I get to do what I get to do. And it does not get lost on me that this is a privilege. Being a health coach is something that I had no idea was a thing. And then when it became a thing, I had no idea that I could actually have a career helping other people on their health and wellness journey. Being able to do this work is a blessing. And I just love it. I'm just so thankful and and really appreciate the opportunity that's been presented to me. So I'm going to introduce you to my 13-year-old daughter who is going to interview me today. She's going to interview me by asking me questions about what it is to be a health coach. So Gabby, can you say hello? I'm Gabby Savaya. I'm excited that you wanted to interview me. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. So what's first?
1: So how long have you known that you wanted to be a health coach?
0: That's a really good question. I actually didn't know that I wanted to be a health coach until I was health coaching, if that makes sense. So I hired someone. I got a health coach and it was on the journey of self-discovery that I started sharing with other people and then they were coming to me to offer them support along their healthy living journey. And that's when the light bulb went off, when I realized that my helping others was actually a business and an opportunity. Um, Yeah, so I didn't really know I wanted to be a health coach until I was actually already doing it. And the cool thing about coaching is that it's a really good way for me to use my desire to help others in a practical way. Does that answer your question?
1: Yeah. What do people come to you for the most and how do you help them?
0: People generally come to me for nutrition help. um, And then we unpack a little bit more along the way. But that's been kind of like the majority of what people need the most support around. And then what we're able to do together is really just unpack what it is that they're looking to accomplish. So we set a goal. And then we set up little bite-sized actions that can help them get to that goal. And then that's the part that's kind of individualized to the person. So five people could come to me for nutrition help, but the way that they get to their goal could be very different.
1: Gotcha. What does it feel like when someone says that what you offered them help?
0: So if I understood you correctly, what you're asking is like when someone says that the coaching process helps them achieve their goal. Yeah. What does it feel like to hear that? Yeah. Man, that's a good question. So I don't always take compliments very well. And um, I think that when I receive compliments, I've learned lately to just say, you know, thank you and receive. But the beauty about health coaching is that I don't really do anything. The client does all the work, so I'll often shift that focus and kind of like a mirror and turn it right back around on my my client because they're the ones that did all the work to get to their goal, and I was just really there as support, so I hope that answers your question.
1: It does. What is your goal with coaching?
0: My goal with coaching as a whole or with working with with clients? Okay, working with clients. My goal with working with clients is to help them realize their full potential and that everything that they need to be able to accomplish whatever their goal is resides right within them and that they can do it. My goal is just to help people really see that they are complete as is and perfectly made. How do you
1: not get overwhelmed with all that's going on?
0: Well, I'm not going to lie. I do sometimes get overwhelmed and then that's when I've learned to pause. So that's a really great question because I often will use this in my coaching practice too because generally people are overwhelmed when they're um, seeking out help with something. So the first thing I'll do is evaluate how I feel. Try and preventatively not let myself get too far overwhelmed And then adopt some self-care practices personally, where, as you know, as my daughter, that might look like taking space. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll go hiking in the woods. Maybe I'll go to a friend's house. Maybe I'll talk on the phone. Um, I'll find things that nourish my mind as well as my body. Sometimes that looks like a hot bath. Sometimes it's just a quick walk around the yard and then back to my desk. So I do still get overwhelmed. I try to avoid getting overwhelmed by managing my schedule, by making sure that on Sundays I prep myself mentally for the week. I look ahead at my calendar. I know when you have sports. I know when your siblings have sports. I know what my workflow is like. I make sure I prep ahead and have all the groceries bought and make sure that we get the laundry going and all those things in advance. That's why I do all those things so that when my work week begins and i start working one-on-one with people then i'm not worried about all of my home life matters and i can really just focus on the client's needs my workflow gotcha
1: how does it work with digital technology
0: so if i'm understanding your question right um you're wondering how i work with people through media like not one-on-one in person yeah so messaging is a thing um with So I work in the corporate space and I have like a full time corporate job, as you know, but the people listening just for clarity and perspective, I have a a platform that provides me with secure client management within my company. So we have a messaging system that's fully secure where I can go in and work with people through messaging. And it's a lot like you text messaging in any one of the apps that you might use. And we just kind of text back and forth all day. And I know that sounds like kind of fun maybe that I just get to text people all day long. It's interesting. It's a really great way to be able to connect with people where they are, when they're available, and then vice versa. They can write back to me whenever they can, and then I write back to them. And it's just this back and forth dialogue, just like a text message might be. Um, and then the beauty of that is that they can message me anytime 24-7. And then I respond to them when I'm back at my desk during my business hours. And then, of course, I tell them what my business hours are so they know what to expect. Gotcha. And we do also, I do also like to meet with people on the phone. I really like building rapport with people through voice. And then depending on the client and one-on-one in my practice, um, we can meet via video. And I can use Zoom in a safe way as well. So those are the ways that we handle it digitally. And then pre-digital, I did have individual one-on-one clients that I saw in person. And the coaching program that I have, we meet twice a month in person. And then the rest of the time, it's individual work for the person that I'm coaching.
1: Got it. And to go along with that, how did the pandemic affect you as a health coach?
0: So that question's an interesting question, and thank you for asking it. Health coaching as a whole, I think, was impacted by the pandemic in a positive way, but because of a negative circumstance. So I think now more than ever, people are realizing the importance and the value of having someone help them along on their journey. Being that I'm in the corporate wellness space, it's given me an opportunity to work with more people because corporations and insurance companies in different places are realizing the value and in investing in their employees to provide them with such services. On the individual basis, I think individuals are really realizing the value and investing in their health. And the way that you can choose to spend money on asking for help from a coach could save in the long run. It's, it's more of an investment. And I think that the pandemic year has brought a lot of light around the idea that help is okay. And um, if I could spread that message that it's okay that when life's hard that you ask for help, it's also okay to get preventative care so that you can live well and navigate the hard stuff with more ease. And I think that's something that health coaching can offer people is to get out of that state of overwhelm where they don't know what to do, empower them and give them tools and teach them practices that they can, can do to avoid any potential burnout in the future. Because I will say, Gabby, that you're going to learn in your lifetime that there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be things that pop up unexpectedly. There's always going to be stress to manage There's always going to be something and learning how to embody being present, evaluating how to handle a situation and then handling it with as much awareness as you can will help you navigate those challenges a lot easier. So I think that that's how the pandemic has impacted health coaching as a whole. I think I went off on a little bit of a tangent there and I'm okay with that, but I'm going to circle back to your question. So how the pandemic has um, impacted me personally as a health coach um, is that I really have had to apply what I preach to my own life. And I think that that was something that I was lost for a little while where I was just going, going, going and doing the work and serving, serving everyone and forgetting to take care of myself along the way. So the pandemic has put that lends into focus for me that my health and well-being is important and i do need to take care of me as well so that i can be a better mom and i can be a better health coach and i can be a better friend and a better daughter and and love myself the best that i can i hope that answered your question It does. can i ask you a question sure how has being a health coach impacted, how, how has my being a health coach impacted you? See,
1: I could go on for days and days about that. <laughs> so, first of all, you're always going on about manifesting or, like, don't just want it. You have to do it. Like, if I wanted, if I'm talking about how I want to be stronger, I can't, just be stronger I have to do the work to be stronger so that's big and everything and along with manifesting so speaking of manifesting how are you preparing yourself for what you want in the future when it comes to your health coaching career
0: what an excellent question I love how wise you are (laughs) um (laughs) you must get that for me (laughs) Sure. Okay, so the future of health coaching for me. So obviously, I'm raising four kids. So I really, really look forward to continuing to monetize health coaching in a way that's sustainable for our family's future. I want you guys to, um, I want to be able to provide for you. So my future with health coaching is big. I'm in this corporate space now where I get to work you know, a consistent and stable job, which is really empowering. It's also taught me a lot. And I'm working right now on creating a couple of different guided programs that I can offer online so that people can enroll in them and have access to all of the content. Of course, with my support as we go along, but, you know, online global programs. And there's a variety of those that are going to be launching hopefully within the next, I would say, one month to six months, there should be a variety of new programs available. Um, I want to continue to expand my reach into the schools. and I would love to be able to work with older kids in the future and between you know perhaps high school to college to kind of set that foundation into adulthood to really build on those um, healthy practices to empower you all to feel really capable of going out into the world on your own, leaving mom and dad's house can be kind of scary. So I think it would be a lot of fun to work with with the older kids, young adults into that transition period. And then who knows? I also learned from this pandemic year that we've had that's still going on actually, that the only real thing we know is going to happen is change. Like we can make plans, we can visualize, we can create vision boards, we can work on manifesting dreams and we can really cultivate plans and pray over things. but then something can happen that completely shifts that and and you can still work towards your goals and your dreams but learning how to kind of go with the flow some and adjust the sales as needed is something that's really important. So while I say that those are things that I would like to do, I know for certain we're going to have guided programs. And beyond the next year, I don't yet know what is actually going to take place. But it's not going to be small. And I have a really big, hairy, scary vision of what the future is going to look like. And I'm excited about it. And you'll benefit from it. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) So earlier I asked you... What do people come to you for the most? And I was wondering, what are the most asked questions that you get?
0: Good question. So I think that the most frequently asked question is around how to eat differently. So people really struggle with nutrition, and I think there's a lot of reasons why. But I get a lot of people wanting meal plans. And what's interesting about health coaching is that I can't really provide that. I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian, so I can't directly provide meal plans. But what I can do is help people determine what type of foods they like to eat, what aligns with their body. And then one thing that I always will encourage is journaling food for a period of time to learn how the body responds to food. And then help someone determine what they want to eat based on what they're learning from their own body. So since I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian and I can't give nutrition advice, I get that question a lot. And then I kind of just point it back to the client. And then we work on that together and we co-create a plan that honors where they want to be. I hope that answered your question.
1: It does. Thank you. So lastly... What makes
0: you uncommon? Ooh, I like the way you think. Good question. So what makes Carrie uncommon? I think all the things. You're my my daughter. I would love to ask you what you think makes me uncommon. But I'll say what (laughs) I think makes me uncommon is I was told once that I had a very attuned self-awareness. And I think that might make me uncommon is that I'm extremely self-aware and I'm never afraid to like come at life with a sense of curiosity. So if something's going on, I want to know more and I don't just let it go as um, a simple answer until it makes sense. So I think that makes me uncommon.
1: Got
0: it. All right, Gabby, do you have any other questions? No, I think that's about it. Well, I thank you so much for encouraging me to do this podcast and for being my interviewer today. Did you have fun? So much fun. (laughs) Thank you for letting me be on your podcast. You're welcome. You can come back on my podcast anytime you want. All right, folks. Well, that was my daughter, Gabriella Savaya, a seventh grader who is currently a soccer player, about to be a track runner. And I'm so grateful that she challenges me. She's the first one to make me a mom. And I've learned a lot of lessons along the way. So I constantly am thanking Gabby for teaching me new things. And for helping me grow, not only as a mom, but as a human. And I owe all of my life lessons that I've learned in the last 13 years to each one of the children. And I'm so grateful. So thank you for listening to the Uncommonly Made podcast today. Again, this is Carrie Savaya. I am a board-certified health and wellness coach operating under the name Uncommonly Made Wellness. And you can find me at www.uncommonlymadewellness.com on Instagram, at C. Sabaya, or at Uncommonly Made Wellness on Instagram. And then, of course, on Facebook, all the socials C. Savaya, Carrie Sabaya, or Uncommonly Made Wellness. I hope you enjoyed this short interview episode, solo kind of. And stay tuned. We will have another episode next week. And I look forward to bringing you more in the future. We love interviews. And if you want to be on the podcast, then you can also um, contact me on any of the socials or my website. And there's a form that I can email you to complete if you'd like to share your story because your story matters. And I love giving you an opportunity and a space to share it. We look forward to hearing your voice and don't forget to subscribe, share the show with your friends, and I will see you again soon. Thank you for joining.
1: Bye.